Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Audible proudly celebrates 50 years of hip-hop. Respect the movement. Respect the moment. Celebrate storytellers. Here are new hip-hop titles on Audible free all summer long, including words plus music volumes from Snoop Dogg, Yasin Bey, and Lil' Kim. Ooh, Brooklyn's own. DJ Drama's Gangsta Grills feature in the mixtape legend and conversation with hip-hop greats, including... 2 Chains, Lil Wayne, Wiz Khalifa, Jeezy, T.I., and Pharrell. And binge-worthy Audible original docuseries like The Greatest Day, Can You Dig It?, and The Motherload. Hear unforgettable hip-hop originals like these and other essential stories on Audible. Listen free. Go to audible.com slash gg. Now I have not watched the awards. Oh the BET Awards, we'll get to that. Yeah. But I did see that clip circulating. Of Bobby Jones. Did you see Dr. Bobby Jones? You know, no. Dr. Bobby, Bobby Jones? Jones is the host. He used to host this show on BT called Bobby Jones Gospel. Hold on. Let me look. Bobby Jones Gospel is probably one of the longest running television programs like to ever be on the tube. But like it was a gospel program. More that, than the 700 Club with the hateful white man? Probably. I you would know say he died. <laughs> yes, he did. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that came <laughs> I was just confirming that he actually did pass. Yes. <laughs> he was hateful. I, 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 done are the days. Okay. okay. <laughs> done are okay. the days. This is going Okay, I'm direction. sorry. I'm looking for Bobby Jones. So, yes, Bobby Jones, he had, and, and you know, he is credited with sort of. Not this white man. No, he's okay. a black man. He's, he's, he's like. Gospel. Man. Here yes, we go. Bobby, Bobby Jones, Jones gospel. gospel. Oh, okay. I've seen this man. Yes, yes. So, he was down to the BET Awards, <laughs> and. When the pound well, town transition, girl, let's, I'm sorry. Yes. yes, continue. When the pound town young lady, mm-hmm. she was in the aisle performing. Oh, and his facial expressions. What? 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 He were was they? me. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the thing, and I'm grown, and I do grown people things, but you know, I, it was very you much you like your booty hole, bro. Every time I hear that song, <laughs> and you know, I'll be listening to it and into the beat, but when every as soon as she says. Booty hole. I'd be like, oh, now. Nah. I mean, come on now. Listen, but it's just me. I what, know that who I am. I'm secure in who I am. When you're in a certain position, you know, sometimes. Hey, hey I don't have any objections. I'm just saying. <laughs> to like, I'm still very much like, 
whoa. I just, <laughs> it, I just, it does catch you off guard. Yes. And initially. like, imagine, but me and Toy was talking about it. Imagine talking about your booty hole in front of your grandfather. See? Now, Bobby Jones is sitting right there and she talking about, <laughs> I'm like, it's like, oh. it's like, girl, do you see? Read the room. But she don't know who Bobby Jones is, she I'm don't sure. Know. I didn't know who Bobby Jones Fair. was. But I'm just saying, like, it was very much And like, if my coochie was pink in my song, I'd probably still perform it alongside Bobby Jones. I'm sure of that. And I mean, it's no shade against her. I'm just saying, <laughs> to the reaction, I understood his I get it, though. A response. It's like, it's like coming down the aisle and you accidentally end up next to the Clark sisters while you're singing about <laughs> yes. you. You know, rip me out the plastic I'm yes. back bread. <laughs> Just that kind of that's all I'm saying. But I the Lord on your nigga. <laughs> and I just love it because Cash Doll is behind her like, ah, yeah. And I'm like, listen, I love this that we are celebrating each other and encouraging this Ooh. freedom of expression. Yes. But like my mama, my mama is within earshot. And I'm of that generation where that still matters. I recognize that these Gen uh, Z children don't oh, care. They don't care because and that's fine. On the TikTok, they're making they're they're making their mothers and their fathers and their parentals um, pretend they're eating like wildly, and then they're putting the music like Sukihana over it. And so, <laughs> I'm sorry, why would y'all do that to your parents? See, this is why I I will never grow up. Um, so yes, they're making their parents Listen. like eat ass on TikTok. Oh. <laughs> figuratively, figuratively. <laughs> Listen. It's different out here. It's a different. It's different it's a out different here. Different world. Okay. Okay. And where we come, where from. We come from. <laughs> <laughs> woo woo woo. Exactly. <laughs> Sing it, Aretha. How are you doing, sister? Oh, we'll talk about that in the kitchen oh, yes, table we will. talk. I'd like. I didn't watch the whole BET Awards, but we can chat a smidge about it because the one. The one quotient that I did see, the one portion. Okay, please tell me because I was fighting for my life at the airport, which we will get into. <sighs> Quavo and Offset. Oh, a reunion. Oh, I did hear my that. Gosh. And it did warm oh, the cockles of my heart. It warmed my oh, heart. Oh, yes. Oh, you yes. You know, in honor of Take Rest Off. Rest in peace, Take Off. That that one hurt me. That I one remember. hurt. That and one it hurt. hurt me as well. Yeah, it that one hurt. It hurt me as well. It was very sad. It was, and it I'm was extremely sad. sad. Gone too Grieving. soon for that young man. Mm-hmm. But I was so, and I know, you know, listen, I know people love to be up in people's comment section. Oh, family first. Bury the hatchet. Da, 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 da. Listen, you don't know you don't. why people have beef. Mind your business. And you need to just let. That's correct. Because people will do whatever they need to do for their own spirit. When they need to do it. When they need and to do it. And when the time comes, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. I believe it will. But people need time. Mm -hmm. People need time. And I'm working on something like this is I don't want to give a spoiler, but I'm working on something about this, like thinking about I think remember my this is my little grief season. Mm -hmm. This is my grief is in overdrive. Mm -hmm. And so I've been very reflective about healing Mm -hmm. and the process of healing, because I feel like sometimes people. Uh, think that when things are healing, that they're getting better. But there are parts of the healing process that can hurt worse than the injury. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And you have to go through all of all of that because sometimes the body needs to break things all the way down and mm-hmm. clean things all the way out mm-hmm. in order for things to be restored Absolutely. to functionality. And so that, ha- that metaphor is... 
And think about it, it applies to all kinds of pain. Mm-hmm. Healing is not something that always feels good. Most mm-hmm. of the time it hurts. And it hurts. It's like a cycle. There are days when you feel better and there are days when it don't. So I I think that sort of lens has helped me to gain perspective about a lot of different things. Yeah. And when I look at relationships, relationships and breakdown, (laughs) you recognize that there are seasons, Mm -hmm. right? When Mm -hmm. it's like, "Mm." (laughs) yeah, where you in a place where you can. And then there are seasons where you in a place well, you oh. cannot, right? Oh, let's talk about it. We're going to talk about that in the kitchen table. Oh, talk. yes. <laughs> We're getting to the meat of we the We are going to get to the meat. But mm-hmm. I was, but yes, I was really happy to see them come together um, in honor of their family. Yes. And in honor of themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and what they've been able to build together. And I'm like, I recognize that amends may not be fully made here and you guys are doing things for very specific reasons, but I love to see it. Yes. And I pray that you all get what you need when you need to get it. Yes. And forgiveness does not always mean reconciliation. Exactly. Ooh, say that again. It can be peace Mm -hmm. within yourself. It Mm -hmm. can be peace with the situation. It can be acceptance. It does not mean that we have to go back to the way that things were. Oh, sister. And that's a hard thing to accept sometimes. I've actually had to, that, that's been a very recent thing. Um, for me, because, you you know, I don't be falling out with people. Mm-hmm. But I had a friend who has made it very clear that they're not fooling with me no more. Uh, and in a, you know, in a very passive aggressive way. Yeah. And so I'm like, OK, you know, initially my feelings were hurt because, like I said, I don't my, at this point, my village is my village. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's that's not that's not really been a pattern of mine. But. When I recognized that recently, I had my hurt feelings for a second and I said, okay, all right, so this is what it is. And I can recognize different circumstances around like, okay, I know this person is dealing with this and so forth and so on. I have done uh, my my due diligence in in this portion of the relationship. And if they choose to come and say something later on, you know what I'm saying, and, and acknowledge things Mm -hmm. i will hear you but that doesn't mean that we're ever going to be because you then broke a trust Mm -hmm. um that that i had in you in an hour relationship by moving in the way that you did because trust has to be built it does and also it's got to be reciprocal you know what i'm saying like i would never move in a way um can be one-sided that 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 my loved ones will say hey uh no she was shady in this way or shysty in this way and so I, I expect, that's the bare minimum I expect back if we're in a relationship Absolutely. together. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. Sometimes, like you said, like you said, um, forgiveness does not have to mean reconciliation. <clears throat> no. I think that's a word. No, it doesn't. And I mean, I feel like I've had to accept that. I mean, because we on the heels of Father's Day. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like we, like I was talking about this process of healing, there are cycles and seasons where I'm like, okay, I'm... Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. And then there are other seasons where I am still, you know, that 12-year-old girl still comes back. What was the thing, uh, the Kerry Washington uh, thing on Hulu? Oh. Where she had um, a little eight-year-old. Uh, what is it? Un- Unprison. Unprison. I was about to say undisputed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I knew it was unsung. Unprison. Sometimes <laughs> nine and 10-year-old Kia be right here. Mm-hmm. 
Like, uh-uh. Cuss, <laughs> cussing in your ear. Yes. Like, ah, 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 ah. fuck that. Exactly. You're eight, little kid. <laughs> Very much that. <laughs> but eight-year-old kid's mouth was horrendous. Oh, oh, you want to talk about eight-year-old Jane? I got in trouble in, I think it was the fourth grade. <laughs> they found we remember used to pa- we used to pass notebooks. Uh-huh. Did y'all pass notebooks? Yep. Absolutely. When, before text messages, the emails, right? We used to have we a used composition to get a spi- notebook. We had spirals or composition. <laughs> or yes. a spiral. And you would just write, like I would write a letter to Jay and, mm-hmm. and give it to her and she would write me back. Yeah, like I take it to my class. <laughs> And I would have it. And let me tell you we how it evolved over time. Because we used to, when we used to, uh, when they brought out the paint markers, we yes. decorate the front of and it. And we had stickers. And we had stick, And also the gel pins. Yes. So that different portions and of the letter could yes, be in different colors. Different colors. <laughs> and like, you know, we had like codes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we go follow and we would yep. go back to the book as reference. Yeah. Like, no, on September 13th. Yeah, no, you this said, is what blah, 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 right? It was giving burn book mixed with text message. Exactly. Mixed with, um, I miss those days. Like close friends on Instagram. <laughs> Mind you, one day, child, I think it was when my grandma found that book. Oh. Mm. And the all the kinds of MFNs. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and yeah. I didn't even have no excuse. Like I was just like <laughs> No, here we are. Yes, I did write that. Yes, <laughs> my that mother knew, like, because my mouth was terrible. Oh, it was bad. It was terrible. I think you just cuss at that age because it's new and exciting, and you think because you, can. you just cut it because we're just wretched. Yeah, for no reason. And I and I just cuss at this age because I can, and also I true. Always have. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I was watching the Miss Pat show. Oh yeah, and I was like, I still need oh, to get into that. Every, oh, I've I had, heard that she is a joy. I had not. I had not experienced Miss Pat. And then, you know, I was laid up yesterday, which we'll talk about in the kitchen table talk. And so me and Tristan was watching this murder documentary on this nigga who killed 93 women. Crazy. The black man kept getting off in the system. How? Oh, very long story because it was a very long docuseries. But yes, 93 people as a black man. And it wasn't rape. He had a fetish for strangulation. But anyway, sorry, uh, trigger warning. I should have said that ahead of time. <laughs> um, but so we watched that. And so I we were done. That was a nervous <laughs> laughter. It was a laugh. It'd of be a, like that sometimes. I was appalled <laughs> and very shaken within. No, but it was fascinating to watch because, because the man, they finally like sat down, talked with the man. He's an old man in prison. And he was like, he he got he would get incensed if you accused him of rape. He was like, it was not rape. He, it was always consensual, which it was. No way. The sex was consensual. Oh, but then he would just But then get he said ever since he was five years old, he had a fetish for women's necks. And so when he hit 30, that's when the first one happened. And then it just kept going. So it wasn't about like. The control factor or the sexual though, aspect. What about? Well, I guess I don't. Know. I don't know. You know, he and he said he said I don't know. God made me something, something wrong with me. Now nah, he goes. He knows something wrong with me. And I was like, oh, oh, it was. That's why I couldn't stop watching it. But anyway, I said I digress. We were watching it. So afterwards, I said, well, we need to watch something joyful. Yes, please. I was like, I've heard about this Miss Pat. Let's watch this Miss Pat. Quite black, very filthy. Mm-hmm. Um, good learning moments, right? Come I have to say, because, you know, I'd be trying to be inclusive of the children. You yes. know, I, you know, I want to make sure I'm always respectful. Yes. Yes. But y'all know how old black people are. And so they had a, a episode where she was like trying to uh, she was she learned her her daughter's friend was coming over who's non-binary. OK. 
this is new territory for her. Mind you, episode or two before that, she found out her daughter was gay. Okay. So, you know, like we're dealing with all mm-hmm. these different things. Black, blackish uh, okay. with the lessons, but, Good. but, you know, sprinkle a little more nigga on it. I like so, that because so. you have to wrap these lessons in, in ways that niggas can access Oh, absolutely. Them. So you know how she got it? So the, so the friend's mother comes to pick them up mm-hmm. and keeps misgendering them. And so, um, so, you know, the daughter is like, you know, they don't want those pronouns. And the mother's like, I'm sorry, they bothered you. He bothered you with all this, blah, blah, blah. And that's when it clicked for Miss Pat. And so Miss Pat's like, they, they don't want to be called that, even mm. though they had just learned about they, them pronouns. They don't want to be called that. I don't think they appreciate that. And then, so the mother says something hateful and disrespectful. Miss Pat will go. Oh. Well, just because your child's Neutrogena doesn't mean. And I said, oh, Lord, she called Ginger Neutrogena. <laughs> and, and it said it again. <laughs> and I said, this is this. But this is the way stuff has to be. This need. is what we deal this with. Right. So let's be honest about how these conversations need. go. Especially cross-generational conversations. <clears throat> Talk about it. Talk we about have it. to like audience matters and everyone and I say this humbly mm-hmm. as someone who is learning myself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm extremely cautious to the point of intimidation because I, in my heart of hearts, would never dream of being hateful. Oh, yeah, of course. Right? Uh, but at the same time, there are things that I am still learning, have yet to really fully come to understand. Mm-hmm. But the people who have been kind and patient en- enough to educate me mm-hmm. um, have been helping me. But sometimes, you know, we are, you know, it's not the shark, it's the water and we're all swimming in it. And that and that applies yep. for all of the isms. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think. I think the one of the biggest things, honestly, in all of this, which I, I'm glad that we're having this small discussion at the it, it's at the end of Pride. But, mm-hmm. you know, these are constant conversations that need to be had. Absolutely. And that's all I wanted to make sure, because this is not uh, uh, this is not a queer platform for the most part. You know what I'm saying? I I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to be performative in us having a pride episode. Yes. But y'all know Kia and I Absolutely. are fully supportive 365. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? 24 every, 7. Every day. So, but at the tail end of pride, while we're having this conversation, I think it's lovely that there are people who are willing to help us to understand certain things, right? It's necessary work. And it's necessary and I to honor be the open, labor. Yes. Like you, you're talking about in being willing to. To try to understand. And to be corrected. And to be corrected and to be respectful. Yes. And I think if we carry that very simple I foundation. Like I like that. Then, <clears throat> because you know. Miss Pat's audience. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom and them. Is niggas. Right? But <laughs> even still, thinking about like the age. Because mm-hmm. the, the, the age range of people that watch that show is probably pretty wide. I would imagine. Right? I would imagine. But like these conversations are probably not happening amongst boomers. In the same ways that they are happening on the show, uh-huh. millennials or oh, yes. amongst like an insecure, right? Yes. So, yes. like, I think that it's great that there are shows that have these cross generational audiences mm-hmm. that are tackling these issues in a ooh, sorry in a way that makes it accessible. Yes, because I feel like that's where we lose people. It's like we want you to be where we are right now, and it's like help us to get there. It, it's it's so because they even had a they even had an episode on saying nigga. Humbly. 
right? Oh, right. Because yes. Pat be nigga, nigga, she, I mean, she be Jade, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, the, the young daughter is yeah. like, well, nobody should say the word. And then it's this very, it, they come to this very beautiful meeting. And then the, the son is letting his white friends call him that. Oh, So no. they come to this very, uh, uh, this, this, this foundation where they're like, listen, Amongst black people, this is the if you understand the history of it, it is your choice on whether or not you get, you choose to use mm-hmm. this word. You don't get to police other people in doing mm-hmm. it, but it is your choice. You do have that choice on yes. whether or not. Yes. You do not have a choice on allowing a white person to call you that. And a white person should not be. You need to you need to stand up for that. And I just the conversations and the way that they have them and how they are multigenerational. Yeah. I think are just really awesome for the black it. community. I love it. I love it. And you we know? need we need that. In a non-cheesy, yeah. but, but it is a comedy platform. Yes. Even her joking about things that the young, that are not, that are not necessarily funny anymore and being schooled on that by her children. I'm like, this is, but this is the good. type of stuff we And that's talk reality, about. right? Because mm-hmm. we talk about all the time. Sometimes my mama or my dita or somebody will say something and I'm like, oh, you cannot sister. say that. Oh, sister. Do not say don't that anymore. <laughs> don't give me and I mean, not just in my family, but I've had like mentors or supervisors uh-huh. that have said things. And I'm like, uh-huh. wow, like, this is no. why we can't say that. Let's, because we'll let's get sued. spin that back just a little <laughs> bit and let me hip you as to why this is yes, not this anymore. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mm-hmm. told you about the time that I had a family member that that uh, was in the Target and um, the person that was ringing them out uh I guess presented mail, mm-hmm. uh, but had nail polish on. Oh yes, I remember. Yes, <laughs> yes, I remember. And they but with about had a conniption. But yes, went to the car and called me yes. to process. Yes, and I was able to give them some language. Yes, and tools. Mm-hmm. But in the moment, it was like, oh, I, uh, I. yes. But, <laughs> but but they needed because I had started the conversation. Mm-hmm. They knew. Okay, I'm not going to say nothing. Mm-hmm. Let me go ask Kia. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And we need to have those create space where our where people can kind of come and have be honest and vulnerable like yes. I'm struggling with this. Yes. And I want to understand, but I don't. I'm being real. I don't. It's different for me. And shout out to that elderly family member cuz right? elderly young people who are listening to this Shout out to them yes. for calling you as their processing yes. partner as opposed to saying something wild which like I was, a lot of older which people Which I was do. grateful for, right? Yeah. Because older people sometimes, you know, and then when they say things, I guess I'm sensitive because, you know, my grandparents, my mom, mm-hmm. I recognize that even in their ignorance, because mm-hmm. we all have ignorance. Absolutely. Uh, even in their ignorance, they can be offensive mm-hmm. and, and people are not forgiving mm-hmm. and I just would would want would want them to understand why it's important for them to uh evolve their understanding about certain things yes but you know sometimes it can be a safety issue yeah my old elder my elderly uh family member out there by themselves you know mm-hmm. some people running up on them like it could be a bad situation it can it can so, so it's, I'm glad Miss Pat shout out to Miss Pat shout I'm gonna get out into to it Pat. Toya been telling me to get into it for a long, long time. Mind you, Toya watches everything. She does. And then <laughs> then when we talk, it's like, well, you need to watch this. Yeah. And so the you list have to take of that things, with it. But you know I don't watch everything. Right. <laughs> so the list of things continue to grow. And I'm just not able to watch it at the same speed. No fair. So I feel like my list has like 14,000 things on it every time. And yesterday she gave me something else. 
Uh, see, no, Toya. Toya literally watches everything. Grain everything. of salt. So, grain of salt. I don't. So, I have to picture. I I have to be very intentional about the things that I, I put too. on. I what too. I do. I too. Very conscious of what I consume. And but I'm glad I got into that. That was a good time. Well. We don't really have a trash. You know what? We can just continue on before we get into our kitchen table talk. Yeah. So last week okay. we talked about um, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Titanic Gate or Ocean Gate. Or yes, that was the name of the submarine company. Submarine Gate. Ocean Gate. Submersible. Okay. So at the time, you know, they were still looking. I think we they had a few hours of oxygen left. We found out since then that uh, everything exploded, imploded, whatever you want to call it, and then broke into a bunch of tiny pieces and everybody yeah. passed. I think the submersible uh, reached what was known or what is termed, and I hope I say this right, but there's like a crush depth. Yes. Yes. And, you know. Which I was wondering how they were going to avoid that in the first place. They because every, well, they didn't. I, Listen, I, I don't know much about algebra, but I know that there is a point <laughs> in the ocean the, That's not our business. We know more about about a, uh, 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 space than we know about the depths of the ocean. And I think that's for a reason. It's you know what I'm saying? Correct. Y'all got to respect the mommy water. But so everybody's passed since then. Since then, I have watched a couple of different interviews. Okay. One was a young man and his father who were supposed to go on the thing. My Jesus. So they were initially supposed to go. Mm. And then the young man expressed to his father that he was uncomfortable. Mm. He was like, yeah, I don't really know about wow. all this. And the father was like, all right, but you know what? Like, we don't have to do it. And then mm. the billionaire man who was in charge of everything came back to them, lowered the price mm. and wait, flew to them in a, in a, um, in a plane that he had built himself, like the submersible, or that he had built. So he flew to them in this in order to kind of prove to them, like, look, my mechanics and shit are up to y'all should come and then lowered the price from 250 to 150. And they were like, okay, we'll let you know. But they ended up not wanting, you know, choosing not to go. So that, of course, you know, they're looking like they escaped death. Then I watched a 26 minute YouTube okay. about this young white man and his girlfriend. Okay. Who went. On the third mission, because this was the fifth mission, the one that just happened that okay. they passed on. So he went on the third mission. So we saw the the uh, ship that they all were on before they went. We saw the submersible that actually went down. They had some mechanical issues and they ended up not going out on that third mission. My Lord. And five m- mission five is when they said, OK, we're going to go ahead and give this a go. But on mission three, they were having... Um, what communication issues with the stuff they didn't that they weren't sure that the thing could reach all the way down and they had to end up calling everything off of bad uh bad weather okay. what what y'all think yemi is trying to tell you when the Look when the thing God. is out there what y'all think is is happening <sighs> so you know i know there's a lot of discourse and we talked about it last week about you know not making jokes I just feel like this was such a willful, stupid thing, right? And it was a greedy and selfish thing, um, like we talked about yeah. last week. Yeah. And I, even with, the, I feel bad. I, I don't wish anybody to no, be no, dead. No, no, exactly. But you also know what you signed up well, for. Well, there are consequences. Absolutely. 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 Right? And you feel like, you know, we were, like we were talking about earlier, thinking a lot about... <laughs> 
this. And I talked a little bit about this on Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, Because I feel like I'm in a season in my life where um, I feel like God is calling me to reframe a lot of the things. Mm -hmm. New ways of thinking, new perspective, right? And so my I, I found... And I've talked about this on the show before, mm. that I had to develop a new relationship with money. Yes. Oh, right? yes. And because, I mean, money is this thing, because when you don't have it, you sort of like revere it. Like, yes. Whoa. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. Look at all that money. I'm going to get money, money, money. But when you start to get access to it, mm -hmm. that perspective shifts. You sort of see how it functions, how it moves, who moves around it, who gets to have it. Mm -hmm. You sort of see different things, right? And I'm sort of in a season where I'm recognizing that money is a tool. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And the way the, you get the most out of a tool when you know how to work it. So yes. I'm have to, that reframing has caused me to think about a lot of different ways. So all of that being said, when I think about access, mm -hmm. wealth, generational wealth, the thing about how wealthy you have to be to where you drop two fifty k. On a ride to watch TV in the ocean. So, so that perspective, and then you think about, when you think about the tool that money is, that kind, of, how it can be used, how it can help, mm -hmm. right? We think about it was five people in that submersible mm -hmm. that paid two hundred and fifty thousand mm -hmm. dollars, mm -hmm. and so think about if those five people had used that money differently. Mm -hmm. How much more of an impact? And so, you know, I just think about, we think about billionaires, how billionaires are made. Mm -hmm. Like how, how, how riches are conflated with intelligence. Right. And, and like, even when we talk about like audacity, right? Sometimes when you have so much money, you think that things don't apply to you. I don't care if no human being has ever been down that far in the ocean I got enough go. money, I'm yeah. going. So it's like mm. that kind of, it's sort of, you know, it, and, and that's that sort of complex mm -hmm. that lends itself to sort of supremacy and ownership. And you feel like you can buy anything. <laughs> you, any island, anywhere that you step on, you want to own it. I have enough money so that the rules of oxygen <laughs> don't I know don't nobody has me. ever successfully made it down this far before, but because I am very rich, because I'm, I'm going very to rich make it down And here. can't nobody move me. Like, That's you know, so crazy to me. I, so all of this is, is going on in my mind. And you talk about the stories that you've seen. I've seen some stories talk about the the migrant workers that that yep. that, that, that died. From, traveling from uh, Libya. Traveling from Libya to, I think, Egypt. Mm -hmm. and or it, uh, Italy, 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 Italy. Italy. I don't know why I keep saying Egypt. Italy. And, you know, how that happened at the very same time that mm -hmm. this happened and there was no media coverage. And all, not, on, not only that, sister, but the amount of resources and money that, that it was took used to that find was them, to find these people that willfully people. went on this on this and on this unfortunately uh, imploded probably an hour or so mm -hmm. into the thing. Yep. And we spent days. 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 I'm talking the U.S. Coast Guard, the Canadian Coast Guard, mm -hmm. and they finna cut my student loans back on. But they never I, cut mine off. Okay, wow. so y'all, oh, because I'm now with a student loan forgiveness. Everybody talking about we ain't got it. We ain't got. Oh, y'all ain't got it. Y'all don't have. Y'all oh. had eighty billion dollars to send to Ukraine. Y'all spent the Coast Guard down there. Y'all had all this money for the Coast Guards to be searching for these people that had millions of dollars to to just. 
play around with, even though, again, we say Flint don't have clean water. Hello. Jackson don't have clean Hello. water. People are hungry in Biloxi, Mississippi. Like, there's the unhoused a- population continues to grow across the nation. Across the nation. Uh, we are having, you know, our, our colleges and universities are falling down. Yep. Our K-12 schools are falling down. Our environment is awful because Hello. you guys don't want to do anything to try to save it. You don't want to shut down. The, the, the peak of the pandemic was the primary time for the earth to start to try to rejuvenate itself a right. little bit. And you guys don't want to do that because it's going to cost too much money. But then you've got too much money to go spend on dumb shit. Make it make sense to me. It don't. But listen. And like we all have said, to face the consequences of these rich, white, selfish people. Mm. Well, that's it for the pseudo trash. It was just sort of like a <laughs> slash longest intro ever. It's fine. It's fine. But now we're going to get into a little kitchen table talk mm. on changes. <laughs> All of the changes. All the changes. Oh, yes. One thing that happens to be my speciality, okay, is worrying. <laughs> I have, it is something that I have excelled at for the larger duration of my life, but now I'm working towards unlearning those uh, unhealthy and unhelpful practices and learning a different way um, of approaching things. But sort of my age old uh, tendency is to focus on the problem um, and get sort of caught down in the weeds of figuring the problem out that I really don't even have the time or the capacity or bandwidth to think about solutions. Um, and, you know, it can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem solving mode, especially when you're facing a challenge in your life. But when you learn how to find your own solution, there really is no better better feeling and a therapist can help you become a problem solver making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or how small and I've said it before and I will continue to say that one of the game changer aspects of therapy for me have been you know it really is just someone to help you uh, change your perspective get out of your own way to stop seeing a situation in the limited view or vantage point that you currently have and you know it's someone to help you sort of process your thoughts and and give you sort of tools for zooming out and thinking about things differently those perspectives have been those perspective changing activities have really been a game changer for me they've made all of the difference it's helped me to sort of have my feelings to honor and acknowledge them but to not let them take over my life or my capacity to move through the challenge um you know even when it seems like it is something that you know is coming down. It's all encompassing. It's all enclosing in. Um, therapy has has really been a game changer. Um, and if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grown today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grown. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented... They'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. 
Auto Trader. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. We found it very fitting. For those who are on Patreon right now, you can see. <laughs> Hello, my baby. It's Hello, J my Daddy Kane. <laughs> it's J Daddy Kane. <laughs> J Daddy Kane. That's going to be the name of the episode. Cheese, eggs, and much is great. <laughs> J Daddy Kane in the building. So if you're on Patreon, in you can see that I have uh, my Curtis Mayfield Pusher Man Kane on me. Um, but for those who are just listening to the main stage, to the audio welcome, of this, welcome, welcome, welcome. I will talk about this in just a moment. But what Key and I are going to talk about today are some changes yes. that, you know, we start going through in life on a physical yes. basis. Yes. This is a heads up. If you are in your, you know, teens and 20s. Mm-hmm. You might want to get your little notepad and jot down some things you can be, you can look forward to <laughs> as you mature in this thing. Okay. The whole premise of getting grown is that we is out here giving y'all the cheat codes, the things that we have learned yeah. or are learning so that you can be aware of what's ahead of you. Very much a, like we went through that. <laughs> so y'all, and y'all are to definitely going to go and through that. Yes. <laughs> And you're definitely going to go through that, but you don't have to go through looking like we did. No. Okay? Mm -mm. No. Even though, because our mothers have been talking to us. But it's like new perspective, right? It is. Because it's it's like, that's what she meant. It's an action. That's crazy. (laughs) It's live and direct, baby. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about the changes that you will see in yourself and your circumstances as you age. Mm -hmm. So physically, relationally. Yeah. Uh, financially. Yeah. You know, but but I think today we're going to talk more about sort of like the physical oh, yes. part. Uh, as you develop, the kinds of things you can expect, like what aging actually feels like mm. in real time. Mm. Um, Juvenile has a song <laughs> that I love. Yes. Called Bounce Back. Yeah. I'm about to bounce back. Bounce the bounce back. I'm about to bounce back. Let me tell you something. You don't do that. You don't. (laughs) As quickly. The bounce back dries right up. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. Like like cabbage on a titty (laughs) full of milk. (laughs) It dries right the fuck up. Wow. If you didn't understand that reference. Exactly. Because that was very (laughs) South Carolina. I'm like, Jay. Those children don't have no idea what you're talking about. They tell you, oh, look, another body change. They tell you when you're ready to stop feeding the children off your titty that you put some cabbage Cabbage leaves and it dries the titty milk up. That's one of those, um, is it a a home? Like a home remedy? I guess. Because somebody told me, or actually I think I heard Toya say we were visiting. We were visiting with our friend from undergrad, Jessica. She came by the house last time Toy was in, in town. Hey, mm-hmm. Jess, if you listen. Hey, Jessica. Um, and she just had a baby, and she was talking about how she was engorged because oh. uh, she was yeah. nursing. Yeah. And Toy said something like, oh, girl, you put some cabbage on it. Yeah. 
and it helps. Wow. I don't know how instantaneous that is right. because mine dried up on its own due to workage. But um, I do know I do remember the engorged feeling. My titties felt like I remember I would be on the way home from the club and my titties felt like rock. It felt like rocks. Yeah, were in my. They were she was talking about how painful it is. Oh, it hurts so, and they're hard. Oh. Like imagine feeling it feels like a nigga's pectoral. Ouch. Yeah, that's what my titties would feel like. And then they'd be just be leaking br- uh, breast milk on their own yes, on the train. I've seen that. I've yeah. seen that. <laughs> I've had to, sh- to sort of tap my sister who was unaware that her titties were leaking. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, They have hey, breast girl, pads for those. Come here. But also the me, fun side of that is um, in the shower or wherever, you can just squeeze it a little bit and it... <laughs> And it is a good you, time. I'm sure that you were playing. Oh, yes. <laughs> There's a reason why my shit dried up. It was a lesson. Exactly. <laughs> because you dried it up. <laughs> Being stupid. <laughs> All right. Wasting so, liquid gold. Okay. Are we just going to tit for tat? Is, how are we going to go about this list of changes? Oh, well. What um, is it top of mind for you? Well, <laughs> so I uh, the other day. I was getting, I had a sneaky hate spiral day. Do you know what a sneaky hate spiral no, day is? Please. It's like one of those days where. Oh, where you at, start. You just wake up. Okay, now I get and this. And then now everything is wrong. It's like, yes. Everything is bad. Everything is terrible. Yes. You're in an awful yes. mood and it feels like yes. terrible things just keep happening. Yes. Right. So yes, I had yes. one of those days. And so I'm supposed to go to Long Island. So I go to Long Island, drop Noah off to Melissa Beck. Okay. Um, I was supposed to stay. That didn't happen. Okay. Because. I was having a morning. Mm. So I get her to Long Island. On my way back, the cab driver don't stop talking to me. Mm. And not only does she not stop talking to me, she's telling me all about her trauma of her coming out of her extremely uh, evangelical um, family who now has kind of rebuked her because she just randomly started talking to you about this. Yes. Mm hmm. Um, because she came out wow. to her family. I wonder what inspired her to just share this with you. I don't know, but the lady was 38. <laughs> so I was like, oh, sister, we're all in the same pool here. And I feel like therapy is what mm. you need and not me in yes. this 45-minute ride in this backseat. I did not sign up to ride back from Long Island in no. this terrible mood. But I, n- nevertheless, I was not going to shut off a person who clearly felt like they needed to talk. But somewhere in that conversation... I think she admitted to me that she voted for Trump. Okay. And, <laughs> but she's a lesbian. Okay. There was so many things happening. And I was All like, right. okay, uh, spirit, get me the fuck. I was like, please. <laughs> like, I don't need no traffic. I was like, just please give me some patience because I don't have it right now for whatever's going on. So. I get back to where I'm going. She thanks me for the conversation. I hurry up and get the fuck. Go in the house. And uh, this will be part of my petty peeve. So I'm just, I'm trying to do some things with my plants. mm -hmm. I'm trying to like, um, mind you, I've also had this... uh, muscle spasm and pinched nerve (laughs) for the past two weeks. As I told you, so many things from the Ruta to the Tuta. So... I have this thing here, but I'm trying to like hustle around the house and clean up and like do stuff. And then I have to get ready to go because I'm going to uh, to go see Sister Jasmine Sullivan. Oh, yay. So I'm in the process of doing many things and I'll get to in the petty peeve what I was doing specifically. I go to rinse something off in the kitchen, though. 
and I have been cleaning things out as I always am. And I had a bag with some things that I needed to take downstairs of some some stuff I cleaned out to get rid of. Slipped on one of the wire racks walking into the kitchen and busted a full drag race pussy on the floor Ouch. split Yikes. into my kitchen. Six o'clock. Oh, yeah. Six o'clock, sister. Six o'clock. <laughs> and I stood there for, I mean, I laid there for a second and realized what had happened. And then I just screamed because the pain was so excruciating and finally hit me. It felt like my entire leg was on fire. Ooh. And um, then I cried for a little bit and then I cussed. And then I proceeded to get my stupid ass ready to go to this show when I should have sat down. <laughs> well, Jasmine Sullivan. I know. I know. And you know I, I can't love. say that I would have not done the same. I love because jazz. We love we jazz. We love jazz. I just I we love and her. I love jazz personally and I love jazz professionally. Absolutely. And so I was like, you know, I'm just gonna go to this. And I'm so glad I did. Uh Ari Lennox was there. Oh, good time. You know, she's so cute. Very and her voice precious. is so good. Mm-hmm. Um and Svelte, Mama is Svelte now. I mean, okay. then. Was up there in a little Peter Pan. Looking like Tinkerbell, Doing je- Just sashaying all over the fucking stage it. with those I heels saw on. It. I, I saw said, the clips. Ari, one wrong blow. Listen. And we're all getting a I mean, show. all your business Listen, and I'm not complaining. Not at But all. I also. Just stating the facts. Just wanted you to know. That is correct. Facts. Um, it's about facts. my coochie pink, my booty hole brown. Maybe that's the name of this episode. Uh, I still but vote yes, for I Jay went. Daddy King. But. <laughs> I do love Jay Daddy King. <laughs> but I, yeah, I so I pussy on the floor mm. and, and, and I realized, and I have never heard, I have run track. I have yeah. played ball. And never hit the six o'clock? I've not, I don't, the six o'clock has never hit me like yeah. this. Yeah. But now it hits different. <laughs> Absolutely. And even, so here I am with this cane and, and a wrapped up uh, hamstring. When you talk about bounce back, that get back up. It's not the you, same. Your recovery time shrinks considerably in all things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you know what I did this weekend not wise, but I traveled, you know, the choir that I sing with, we had an out-of-town mm-hmm. engagement. Oh. It was a great time. Ooh, we had a wonderful weekend. But I had a you'll really- be singing. Oh, well, mm-hmm. thank you, sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially when them hosts was fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to bring you it had back. To do it. <laughs> had to do it. But um, I had we had an early morning call time to mm-hmm. get back to D.C., and then I was coming here so yes. we could record. Yes. So I was flying into D.C. and out of D.C. in the same day. Mm-hmm. And I did not get enough sleep. I did not sleep really. I got okay. maybe two hours of sleep because we had to be Can't in the, do that no more. Had to be in the lobby at like 4.30 oh, or something. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fully Outrageous. dressed? Fully dressed. And mm. get ready to get on a plane. Oh. Our flight back was at like 6 a.m. Oh. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so I had slept maybe two hours or so. I come back here, and when I get to my house, I take another two-hour nap, but then I have to get back up and get packed so I can get to the airport, which I talk about in my petty peeve. Oh, yeah. But all of that to say, um, used to be a time where you can—I can't go to the— We was the generation. These kids call out. When they went to the club, they would call out and work the next day. Yeah. Do you know how many nights I went out 
and was at my desk at 9 a.m. unscathed. I can tell you one time that I had to, I went to work and left by 1 p.m. because I had to blame uh, a hungover on food poisoning Mm. because it was just too wild. But But the fact that I can tell you that one time what I drank. One time. (laughs) It was one time. Because all the other times my ass was where? At work. I would be at work with a club thing still on my arm. I would still have the stamp on my hand. Sometimes I'd be in my friend's roommate's clothes because I, sl- I passed out and I had passed to go out. the next day. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying used to be a time where I could rip and run and be in the streets yeah. and still be functional. Yeah. Yeah. I My body starts to shut down if I don't get enough rest. Mm-hmm. I mean, my sinuses started acting up. Yes. Uh, my voice is gone. Oh I'm kind of like Manly Stanley. <laughs> it's me always in the morning. Good morning, Mr. Verrett. Hello. <laughs> it's like, I'm tired. My body is literally saying, I, ma'am, I do not have what I need no. to keep going. We can't do that anymore. We, and I'm too old. <laughs> and I've been and I've been trying to tell these kids. Go to bed. I'm too old for that. I can't I can't do the like the late nights and then the next day we do this and then the next day we do this and then when I go on vacation please don't plan no itinerary that's what I was just afraid to say I'm no longer the itinerary vacation I need nothingness no you want to know when I'm having a time on vacation when we are sitting and doing nothing what did I when Kia was planning her birthday I said "Um, can you just send me to play I want to look up the food that's it We just need to and read the reviews. I want to read the reviews on the food that's it. and the accommodations. Because that's, that's all I give a fuck I mean, about. Don't, I'm not asking about excursions. No. I'm not asking. I might when ask you hit about, us the about spa. that fucking stuff. First of all, I got, I got, listen, and you knew who, you knew. Okay. Kia okay. goes, there's three excursions. Listen. She was like, I just, you tell me which one you want to do. So she says the three excursions. And I was like, I'll do that. Like, fuck that. So other this is shit. the thing. I planned my birthday trip. Trip, and I wanted to have it where everyone who came had an amazing time. Uh-huh, yep. And I know that I had people there who are activity people. Yes. So I got a trip planner. Yes, you did. Because if it was just us, I knew what to do. <laughs> uh-huh. But since I was going on vacation, I'd never been on vacation trip before. Planner. I got a trip planner. Trip planner. Right, right, right. <laughs> but that person identified <laughs> Some excursion for us to do. And when I was making the list for the trip planner, like who's going where, I knew knew who of the guest list was not going as I was making the list. 97% of us said no to the stingray. There was a stingray. There was a stingray. There was an excursion where you can go to the bay. Yeah. Uh, and swim with the stingrays. Yeah, and then hold like a big ass one. And I, I knew, and I told y'all when I made the list, I'm not going to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to that. Yeah, Mm-mm. but if you would like to go, I will arrange your transportation and get I you said there. I won't. I won't like to go, but I'll do the boat. I want nothing. <laughs> I want. I don't want to move on vacation. I don't want to get up at six o'clock in the morning. Certainly like when not. me and Tristan went to Jamaica, the only thing that I obligated myself to was to go swim with those dolphins. Right. And then I said, I don't ever have to swim with dolphins again. It was great. Checked off the list. Yeah, it's done. Outside of that, I want to make sure the food is good and the accommodations are better. Listen, That's, so what we're, what we're saying is, you know, recovery time. Shrinks considerably. Yes. Your body needs more. It needs to sort of be restored in a way that it didn't used to. Yeah. 
Yeah, it doesn't bounce back the way that it once no, no, did. No, 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 no. Even my period yeah. is um, terrible now. And my hormones... Well, that's what I'm saying. When you say sh- terrible, I feel like I have more symptoms. I've never... You know, I never... Usually when I was younger, uh-huh. I would get cramps, like really bad cramps, mm-hmm. maybe on the day before it was coming and maybe the first day. Yes. And then I would be fine. Yes. But I, and I feel like maybe when I was... When I started birth control, mm-hmm. uh, and that sort of shifted my hormones a little bit, that's when I noticed I was, I was more a little bit more moody. Uh-huh. I could sort of feel the moodiness. Yep. But like, as now that I am... So, but the the symptoms that you hear about when you a little girl mm-hmm. like getting bloated mm-hmm. or cramps, cramps, you know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, irritableness, being yeah. hungry, mm-hmm. being sleepy, mm-hmm. like those are the things I would read, read about and hear about. But I didn't feel them. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. I feel everyone. So I remember last week when we was recording, I told you like. You know, oh. we so synced up, right? Yeah, we started we at the same time. <laughs> Weird. We did. Like, we did. Exactly. We started time. at the same time. And I was telling Jay, yeah, you know, and I'm, you know, it's my first date. And that would explain why I burst into tears yesterday, like four times. That might explain my sneaky hate spiral the right. other day also. Where everything is just like. Because now I notice. So when I was younger, I got cramps really bad. Mm. I would get cramps really, really bad. My period's always been like a standard seven day situation. Mm. I ain't never been lucky only until I got an IUD. I was never one of those lucky girls with the three day joint and yeah. the, oh, I just spot. I just, you know, I'm oh, like, no, I've bitch. Never I bleed for those girls. seven full days oh. like a <laughs> dying goat. But anyway, so then, like, you know, stuff eased up a little bit yeah. as, I, as I got a little older. Had Noah got me an IUD. Mm-hmm. The first one was terrible. That copper IUD was the fucking oh, worst. Sweet Lord. And then I got me a Morena and I was like, oh, so this is what the three day girls mm. feel like. This is incredible. But then I had to get the Morena out because I had a fibroid. Mm. But I say all that to say I have noticed that I am extremely tired, like in ways that like I just fatigue. drained, like fatigue, drained. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm also really, really uh, hormonal and irritable. Yeah. And my emotional, and, and very emotional, mm. you know, in the week leading up to. Whereas before, I don't, A, I w- you're not as in tune with your body when you're younger if you're right. not really paying attention to what's going on. And also, th- it's just gotten that bad. And I retain water. Oh, that I don't notice because I feel like I always I retain, retain water. water. <laughs> and, I, and I retain water more, like that's a symptom of my, mm-hmm. and I didn't really notice it and I, and I didn't feel it in mm-hmm. my body. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, in working out and... Before I broke up with the scale, Mm -hmm. there would be times where I would be feeling like I was doing so well Mm -hmm. and get on the scale and I would be like 12 pounds. And it's water weight. And I didn't know it was Mm -hmm. water weight. I just thought that I was, you know, in this plateau spiral. But like recognizing that like your body responds differently to Mm -hmm. all things. And I was telling y'all before, like when I was young, my mother used to say as a woman, your body changes every five to seven years. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I didn't know what she was talking about, but truthfully... It's true. Like, the composition of my body mm-hmm. changes. Yep. Uh, like, my preferences, the way my body feels. Your palate changes every right. eight years. But, like, it, it ha- and it has <laughs> been consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's caused me to, like, it's forced me into a... Uh, my work mm-hmm. of 
self-acceptance in mm-hmm. a whole new way. Yes. Yes. Because I'm 40. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've been in this in this body all, all 40 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, my relationship with, you know, when I wanted to lose weight in my 20s, I would cut carbs mm-hmm. and do cardio and drop. And the Mayo Clinic diet. Yeah. I, you know, you can do cayenne pepper do the bullshit. Beyonce diet. Yeah. We all was, you know, went South Beach yep. and all that stuff. When Atkins. that stuff was coming. Yeah. When that stuff first came, <laughs> popped out, it was like, okay, we can do that. I would cut carbs and do cardio um, and literally lose 15 to 20 pounds. Yeah. In maybe three months, three to four months, yes. I could, you know, and, and see the weight respond and fall off and, mm-hmm. and, you know, respond quickly to the changes that I was making. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, not now. now. <laughs> my little no, my little Noah pouch, I've had to embrace it. I, you know? I mean, it's just like, and I mean, even understanding my body differently, understanding you know, the difference between like muscle and fat mm-hmm. and, and like body weight and body composition and those being like, you know, differences, mm-hmm. right? So I'm heavier now, mm-hmm. but I feel like I look better because my body is proportioned. In put, the way that, you know, mm-hmm. like things are sitting where they're supposed mm-hmm. to. Just mm-hmm. doing a million hours of cardio, I would get skinny, but things are still loosey and saggy and, you know, not. Yes. You know, because we're not doing anything for ex- our muscle. Exactly. And we were told, oh, we're going to bulk up and blah, blah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah. But like your body changes. It does. In so many ways, and it forces you to reconsider mm-hmm. what your standards of beauty mm-hmm. or like, you know, how you measure. It makes you reconsider. Because mm-hmm. I'm in a place where I have to accept that my 40-year-old body is set up entirely different than my 28-year-old body. Yeah. It's set up different than my 32-year-old body. Was. Yes. <laughs> Right? I think it's set up more than my, I think it's set up differently than my 35 year old body. But like, it is very much like, it's like to expect me to look like (laughs) I look when I was 19 Mm -hmm. is unreasonable. It's not that we're not the same anymore. We're not the same. Outside of the fact that the clothes were just so hideous, heinous. (laughs) We also, they were so ugly. And maybe we looked. That bad because, and they were also ill-fitting. They were ill-fitting. Fast fashion is not it. Yikes. Uh, we were broke. You very know what much. I'm saying? And very it was much. also a very ugly era. It was. But I digress. No, no, no. <laughs> and it's just like, you have to accept like, okay, so is my body big? Bigger? Mm-hmm. Like perhaps. relatively? Perhaps. But big doesn't equal bad. No. Is it stronger? Is it not strong? Yes. Like it's about it's about paying attention to how it moves, how it functions, doing yes. the best that you can for the best functionality that you can get. But also the mental and emotional work of accepting the change. Yes. And not trying to be Y'all know when you see them old niggas outside the bodega and they had, and they pants is sagging and they oh. got on a little white t-shirt. Charlie and dressed fitted. like Fat Joe in right. 2003. But they're like 72. Yes. And I'm like, nigga, I know you yes. were doing this 43 years ago. That is how we look when we try to function the same mm. as we did when we were 25 or even 30 years old. I, I think a part of... Not only going to the doctor, yeah. making sure that you have to alter things on how mm-hmm. they're checked, how often they're checked, all of that. You got to check in with yourself that you're loving where you are yes. at the stage you are in your yes. life as well. 
Yes. And like that loving piece is got to be like the center of it. Yes. Right. It's like I have to like even reframing like work, connecting, working out to losing weight. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Versus. That's why I said pay attention to the functionality. Right. Working out to Mm -hmm. improve your quality of life. Yes. Yes. Because knowing that like I'm a woman and they say at at 40, women start to lose their muscle mass by 3% Mm -hmm. every year. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, no, bone density. Bone density. You lose your bone density mm-hmm. by 3% every year. Mm-hmm. And so working to build your muscle mass literally secures your body and protects you from injury. It, mm-hmm. it improves your functionality, your mm-hmm. quality of life, mm-hmm. your length of life, yep, your cardiovascular health. All of these things are connected to it. And me recognizing that, like, I used to think that I couldn't work out because of my rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. And now realizing that that me working out actually helps me manage my rheumatoid arthritis because, you know, my muscles protect my bones Mm -hmm. in a way. And I can take supplements and and by eating certain things, I can improve my cartilage and Mm -hmm. all, you know, the protein. And like, you know, there's so much, so much that I'm learning and reframing Mm -hmm. this as a gift to myself. Yeah. It makes it more... Even like less less of a chore, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like the fact that I'm 40 and I can, and I have RA, and I've now had RA for 20 years, mm-hmm. and I might not be able to pick up the 60 pound weight, but, that's but I right. can pick up the 30 pound weight and the 30 pound. And that's the thing too. That's the, that's the thing about like so. One of the things that happened when I started getting a little older, the doctor told me, especially having run track, that. Um, he's like, at a certain point, you're going to need to start doing a fast-paced walk yeah. instead of a run because Hard it's going to fuck joints. on your knees. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. But I'm like, but running, he's like, you burn the same amount. Game changer. When you, as as in a in a fast-paced walk Game and a steady walk that you do in that a run. That blew my biscuit And back. I was like. When they told me that. What? Same calories, bruh. Same calories. <laughs> you and burn I said, the same I hate running. Calls. I hate running, but all the runners make you feel like running is the best like workout support, yeah. of life. Not necessarily. And you're not working out if you're not running. Yeah. <laughs> I try to. <laughs> Mary, Mary is over there. <laughs> it's not that it's the best case. It is. Yeah. For some people. But the thing about it is you can For do the same people. with a walk. Exactly. And I realized that when it's a, I told you about my boundaries about weight gain and weight loss mm-hmm. in my family mm-hmm. too. I'm like, it happens. It happens to everybody yes. who's grown and I'm not getting ready to have a conversation with y'all about it every time it fluctuates right. one way or the other. Right. But my cousin was asking and at the time I had dropped a little bit more. I was walking almost every day, dropping Noah to school and then walking yeah. back for like an hour and a half. Cardio. And, and she asked, well, what do it? I'm walking. I'm just walking. I'm just walking home. And it burns the same amount. I never, I mean, when I learned that, and I learned that recently. But you know what it's what it's hard, uh, less hard on? Your ankles. Yeah. Because as you get older, it's less hard you on can all come of your down on, on something yes. wrong and it could fuck up everything. It's, it's, less, <laughs> it's, it's less hard. It's not as hard on all of your mm-hmm. joints. Mm-hmm. It, it is a... Uh, it is, it's been a game changer because I found myself, I knew that I'm not. So for people like Mary mm-hmm. who sort of zone out and can focus <laughs> and think and running is enjoyable because it's that. I'm, I'm not being shady. I said that you're a runner. You identify yourself as a runner. She is. She a runner. 
She's a track star. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not being shady. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I was trying to find that, but running does not do that for me. That's how I feel about the gym. Right. Like, like I it, like running, it but doesn't I had, do could, that for I had me. to stop running. But I so but I enjoy being outside and, and moving right. somewhere. The gym, the way that you be in the gym is inspiring to me because yeah. I mother fucking hate the gym. And I've even had to learn how to be in the gym because mm. I didn't used to like the gym neither because mm. it was like, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. And it's I not ne- even that. I know what I'm doing. Hair. I hate the stink. Well, I hate the no, way it well, smells. Like the culture I don't like wild. being, yes. I hate gym culture. I don't like it either. I hate the gym. What, this gym is good because it's all black women. And I have That's said, I, I told you. It probably smells like nice sweat Exactly. Yeah. And I told you that like working out with this group has like changed the game for me. Because okay. looking around the room and seeing bodies that look more like mm-hmm. mine than not mm-hmm. encourages me because it's not like, I'm like, well, we all look like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Or we all are dealing, we all have. Mm-hmm. And and then not just the perfect ones because, they're you know, all the girls are bodied in their own way. Of and it's course. helped me to see that bodied means something different Absolutely. for everyone. Absolutely. Right? So it's really helping me to embrace Mm -hmm. things about myself. Mm -hmm. And I love that about it. But, you know, just going to the gym for gym's sake, girl. Yeah, fucking no. But if I had one of those, like, nice black lady groups where it smelled like shea butter and and sweat. Yes, it's a good sweat. That I would... And and deodorant, yeah, mm. and uh, you you smell melting capari. Got to be glue gel, in yeah. The air. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm cool with that, but you I don't know, have we that. all got our everybody got their perfume on for work that day, so it's just <laughs> wafts of everything as we walk through. It's wonderful. But I'm gonna have to gym soon because in order to keep my body up to a particular strength, yeah. there's a certain level of and working there are out different that I have ways. to do. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like muscle is mass is now only built through. You know, strength training, you mm-hmm. can build lean muscle all kinds of ways. Yep. I just I just think as my body gets older and I'm embracing the differences. And even Kiki Palmer was talking about how like her post baby mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like even even if you if you become if if you become a mom or if you don't, because I've no your body changes oh, sister. and you don't even know what you're gonna get. Let me tell you something. Jay even in attest. pregnancy. Right. I got, because I have eczema, but it like, it's been very manageable mm-hmm. in that bay for a very long time. Pregnant, I got eczema on my hands. Claire. I never had eczema yeah. on my hands and it just went wild. And for some years after I had no, it's now like normalized. It doesn't bother right. me. It doesn't come back anymore. But for a few years after I had her, my hormones were so off yeah. that I still would get these eczema flare ups yes. on my hands. Yes. And it's like, why? I what got tendonitis. In, yeah. my, in the same wrist that I have the arthritis, I ended up getting a case of tendonitis yes. as well, which is different. Um, and that all came. They were like very common after giving birth. And it was just very ghetto. The amount of things that I found out yes. are very common after getting birth that they never talked about. Yeah. But your bodies are constantly your changing. Bigger. Your feet get bigger. Sometimes your butt gets bigger. I don't. I can't really speak to that. Sometimes my boobs. <laughs> well, Jay can attest to the fact that my boobs didn't step on the scene. Until Let me tell you. So it like was one day when we were recording. Actually, thirty-eight years. And old. I looked and I said, Kia. "I was like thirty-nine. When, when did you get titties? It man? took me thirty-nine <laughs> years, but the titties showed up, and they just like showed up one day. Out. 
of they did nowhere. I look at you I'm every like, week. My bra is not fitting. Like what? I was like, you're looking quite chesty over there, <laughs> my girl. I mean, out of nowhere, <laughs> I was just thinking my bras wasn't fitting. I was like, oh, I'm gaining weight. No, my back is my back getting big. Nope. Nope. Child, I went and got properly sized titties and got my titties hurt. grew. Yep, titties grew. I, mean, I used to think my mom's titties were so huge when I was little, and now I'm like, wow, they actually were not. not. And my titties were about what I thought my mom's titties were yeah. when they were so huge. I mean, it's wild, but like you never know what your body's going to do. No, which is which we talked about this when when we had um, uh, our friend, the plastic surgeon. Yes. When we had her on the show mm-hmm. and she was talking about cardinal plastic. Yes, surgery. cardinal. The cardinal plastic surgery in Virginia. Uh huh. That's, that's right. right. Get your life. <laughs> um, how like you know you these girls? What if I had bought some titties at twenty eight, and then at thirty eight my real titties showed up? You would have been real chesty, right? So yeah, we don't even know what we're gonna get. <laughs> my titties were great when I was actually breastfeeding. That was I, a I primary imagine, time. I feel like titties are probably there at their greatest. That when and when I was also like just before my stomach popped a little bit, I noticed that I had these like the glow that they talk about. Yeah. That was the primary time. My period boobs give. Oh yeah, you know what? My period boobs. My period do give. boobs give. They do give. It's like when they're. My, it's like oh, we're having a good day. My titties were my first indication that I was pregnant. I've never so? been pregnant in my life. How so? How like so? never had never had a miscarriage, never had an abortion, and. I, I don't something about and that's the also the beautiful thing of our bodies. Something about one day I was just like, something's different. I was like, you I felt I felt it immediately, and so I told Tristan I was like, something's off. And he I was like I might be pregnant. He was like, okay, what you want to do? I said I want to wait a week to see like just see what's what. You before. didn't take a test. I waited a week, okay, because <laughs> I just I wasn't ready to know. Um, but I remember standing in the bathroom in the mirror and feeling them and they were sore and they were heavy, mm, but in not a way in a, that they'd never been, that they'd never been. And wow. I said, and I, in that moment, I said to myself, bitch, you're fucking pregnant. Really? And then I was like, but maybe you're not, maybe you're not, you know, trying to, come <laughs> down. maybe you're not pregnant. Anyway. Calm down. But I, in my heart of hearts, I was like, bitch, you are pregnant. You like Jada Pinkett. Jada Pinkett said she knew when she conceived her children. I did not know when I conceived because we were rodents. But I also <laughs> did. I didn't know. I did know when I was pregnant. And the thing about it is when I went to the doctor, I was only three weeks pregnant. Oh, wow. Which meant that I felt like my pregnancy extremely early because yes. I waited a week before I even took a test. Wow. And then went to the doctor a few so days after that. So you felt it like two weeks like in? Like two weeks in. That's wild. I knew my body was Noah's like. Noah's always had major presence. You see, you <laughs> like, and they're like, hey, she just <laughs> stepped on the scene like, uh-uh. <laughs> what y'all doing in here? I'm here. <laughs> Let's shake some shit up. <laughs> and did. <laughs> so, but it's just so fascinating like all of the different stages I can remember different changes in my yeah. body yeah 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 and that's gonna only keep coming right and the and the other part of it that we have to acknowledge because we talk about embracing it it can be scary right like oh, no, this no, is no. the time when it mortality is, is yeah. like ever present in our yes, faces yes. you got friends popping up with breast cancer yes. and we watch things and things are happening with our parents and grandparents mm. and people around us and so it's a um it's an interesting time. And I think that's what why we are so intentional about 
speaking to the importance of self-care yeah. and being in tune with yourself and yeah. really looking at self-care as an opportunity mm-hmm. to get to know and love yourself, yep. to study yourself, yep. to like, like you, you knew yourself so well that you knew instantly when something felt different. That's so crazy. So much, like how often is it that we're so consumed in what's going on in our life that we don't even take time to check in yes. with ourselves? yes. And, you know, I was talking to one of my guy friends about how, like, you know, the difference between men and women, you know, they say men, they focus on one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. Women can have multiple tabs Mm -hmm. open. To me, was talking, like, when he was talking to me about that, I was like, well, that explains a lot in terms of, like, why y'all don't go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. Like, why y'all don't, why y'all don't pay attention. Like, y'all, y'all focused on one aspect of your life and that's sort of your singular focus. Yep. Whereas women sort of naturally are always thinking about 12 different things at once. Absolutely. And so multitasking. that femininity, that intuition, Mm -hmm. we can't lose that. No. And so Mm -hmm. being so, I am in a season of self-study. I am, I want to know Kia so well, everything about her Mm -hmm. and all of her changes and iterations. Yep. I want to know about Kia so well so that I will know instantly when something might be not right with her. Mm-hmm. I want my relationship with myself to mm-hmm. be that. Yes. That, that like. Yes. Because that's the. Because the thing about this is not, this is not um, specific to just, we're we're speaking from, from the vantage point of two women, of yeah. two yeah. cisgendered heterosexual women. Um, but. This goes along for anybody because, like he has said, you niggas need to go to the doctor. Everybody does. Everybody, like non-gender conforming people, yeah, niggas, everybody. women, anybody uh, identifying as whoever as a, needs as to go to the doctor. Yeah, yes. go get your booties holes checked. Listen, go get your fucking no, care about yourself. Dicks enough. check. Like get everything checked. Care. You gotta get the little rod in there. You gotta sometimes <laughs> you gotta do the colonoscopy. Yeah, you know, get your titties. You gotta get your titties smashed. We make sure to. things are running. Correctly. We have to. We but have this is to. for every human breathing. We have to. And I think it helps us all, like you said, to really to really check in with ourselves mm-hmm. and see what because because there are everybody goes through changes. We can yes. only speak to the to the biological changes that we're going through. <sighs> Many of them. But all of them. Y'all go through them too. Yes. Yes. But we just want to have us a little dialogue I on it was really good. some of the I yeah. enjoyed it. I enjoyed this, some of the, and I don't think this will be the last one we have. No, because we didn't even get to the part about how you be way more careful. Oh, no. Uh uh. Like, (laughs) you accident prone. Like, your perspective changes. You think about risks in ways that you you didn't used to. Never thought a Target bag and a rack would be the fucking end. You know what I'm saying? You're more careful. Your palate changes. Things start to be too sweet. Oh, you're sister. cold all the time. The first time I <laughs> ate a pop tart out of like after it hadn't had a pop tart in so long, I was like, "Oh my god!" First of all, <laughs> first of all, I had a sip of Sprite yesterday and nearly oh. died. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "You just thought I hit the blunt or something?" <laughs> I was like, "It's so strong." Was it a McDonald's Sprite? Yes, because yeah, they're the why. only ones, yeah. right? Because they're so crispy. Liquid crack. <laughs> I mean, it was like, I mean, it made my nose burn. Yeah, I had you one the other day. This is what I'm saying, though. Like, I used to body those. Yeah, it hits And now different. I couldn't finish it. You know what I what I tried to have? And I was like, I don't think I enjoy this as much as I used to. It's what? About to sound sacrilege. What? High C orange. 
just don't hit like it used to. Maybe it tastes different. Maybe, maybe they've changed. Maybe it. I. Maybe they changed it. Maybe it was a bad machine. Maybe they changed. Maybe your machine was out of juice. Like maybe that was the case. But we need some more concentrate because the sprite the has not changed. The sprite we has have. not changed. We've changed. We the have sprite changed. has not changed. Absolutely. <laughs> How you can't eat like you used to eat. Or fucking ices. Ices yeah. don't hit like they hit before. They just be sweet syrup and they and used ice. To, I used to feel like they had so much more flavor. Yeah, a little they more carbonation. So much, so much like full of not flavor. Not just syrup. It's like watered down. Like you know, like it's it's not. It's good. not the same. It's not good. It's not the same. It's not good. Yeah, but we're gonna. So this to be continued. Yeah, to be continued. We should have some people on the show talk about different changes they've gone through or going through. We should have Dustin on. I want to hear the boys from the boys. Yeah, I don't know what Dustin's gonna talk about though. So we'll get somebody who will be honest. <laughs> Dustin will be honest. I don't know. You don't think he will be honest? I don't know because you know, you know, Dustin will not acknowledge the fact that he needs to go the fuck to bed. Oh, that's true because he you does know what I'm not saying? rest. I'm like, I don't know if Dustin is who we need to be talking oh, to. Oh, he about. does not rest. <laughs> the progress. Sometimes. That nigga don't stop. And I want to tell him to sit down. Can't stop, won't stop. Every time I look at his stories, I be like, I just wish he would get somewhere. I will be on the phone with him and I'll be like, down. Dustin, go to bed. He's like, well, now what do I need to do that for, James? <laughs> when I got stuff to do. He's like, why? I'm going to the club. <laughs> So, so, no, we're not talking Dustin. <laughs> oh, Dustin is—he's just—he's just a, he's just a he treat. Is a joy. Now, who I can probably hit is Damon. I'm gonna get Damon to come okay, through. Dustin's brother. I'm gonna say, Damon, oh, come on yes. and talk to us about the changes of manhood since Dustin don't take us seriously. I would love that. We should have them both. <laughs> that should, would be oh, a good juxtaposition. That, oh, since I don't know if we would get through an episode. <laughs> oh, it would be a series. Because that's how my mama Damon says is series. big Dustin, except for he don't go like Damon yeah. will go to bed. That's right. Oh, uh, well, joy. <laughs> Damon will go to bed. I think I think Dustin would be for it. I think Damon would be too. I'm going to call him and I'm going to be like, are you going to come and talk to us about your man menopause or what? <laughs> That's what we going to call the episode too. Man because menopause. They do have, they do have cycles. Men. Oh, pa- they oh, do have cycles. Oh, to be continued. Uh, because we do need to talk. Yeah, we do. We do need they, to talk to them. Cycles. <laughs> PMS. <laughs> they do like, have cycles. Yeah. They do. They do. You Big know facts. what? We're going to have us a nigga come on this oh, show. Oh, yeah. Let me call Joel to come on and somebody. <laughs> we're going to call Michelle to come back. I don't know. We're going to figure it out. Good but time. anywho, we're to be continued on this conversation. In the meantime and in between time, check yourselves. Check in with yourselves. Yes. You know, think about where you once were. Yes. And embrace where you are now. Appreciate. Yes. And don't run from the difference. Lean into it. Yes. It makes and say it special. Thank you. And say spicy. thank you to your body for carrying yes. you every day. You know, for the functionality of it. Yes. That's important. Yes. Absolutely. This was good. This was very good. And now we'll move on to a little I know that's right moment. Okay. Oh, hello, sister. What's up, sister? So have you heard of the app Hinge? 
Mm, I've heard a few things here and there, but I don't know that much. Well, it's a dating app, you know, oh. no, uh, yes. not trying to throw any hints your direction, but <laughs> how some effort. <laughs> it's an intentional dating app. You know, we both speak very much about intentionality and all that we do. Do we mm. not? We want to do stuff on purpose. Right. And so it's the app that is meant to be deleted. OK, well, I'm good at deleting apps. Yes. Yeah. You know, you just build a little easy, you know, unique profile using their feature called hinge prompts and the prompts helps you showcase your personality and share mm. your interests and your humor and your, your dating intentions mm. okay are you intrigued I'm, I'm, just... I'm not close <laughs> i'm not close let's talk through it let's talk through it so they have a couple prompts and i think i think it would be fun for us to do some of them together you know just a little <clears throat> warm-up you know so okay date vibes like what together we could <laughs> the best way to ask me out is by what's your date vibes looking like uh have a plan have a plan young man have okay. a plan i don't like yeah, mm-hmm. i feel like i have to make a lot of decisions in my life i have decision fatigue so if you make decisions for me like mm-hmm. real like good ones though don't be out here choosing chicken fingers and french fries for the table Okay. <laughs> but, uh, we are grown And what's the best way for somebody to ask you out Just tell me what time to be ready Oh Oh you like somebody to be assertive mm-hmm. Like I said I have decision fatigue I'm making decisions all day long Tell me to be dressed at 7 o'clock You don't want no hemming and hawing Yeah if I'm telling you that I'm already available On Thursday night and then you say Okay so what you want to do I don't got time for that That's fair you want somebody who's going to move With intentionality which is why Hinge is so amazing Absolutely. Because it's built to move With intentionality Absolutely uh, that 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 uh, particular chapter in your life is closed. But for those of us who are still exploring, it seems that Hinge is the place where that can happen. So if you're looking for a meaningful relationship, download Hinge today and meet someone great and then delete Hinge when it feels just right. Audible proudly celebrates 50 years of hip hop, 50 years of culture that birthed the most prolific storytellers of our time. Respect the movement. Respect the moment and celebrate the storytellers. Hear brand new hip hop memoirs, podcasts, and exclusive musical performances on Audible free all summer long. Like new volumes from Audible's groundbreaking words plus music series, including Snoop Dogg's From the Streets to the Suites, Yasin Bey's A Dynamic Career in Communications, and Lil Kim's The Audacity of Lil Kim. DJ Drama's Gangsta Grills featuring the mixtape legend in conversation with hip hop greats like 2 Chains, Lil Wayne, Wiz Khalifa, Jeezy, T.I., and Pharrell. Binge-worthy Audible original series like The Greatest Day that takes listeners inside the making of hip hop's greatest photograph. XXL Magazine's iconic 1998 cover that saw over 100 of the day's greatest hip-hop artists assembled for one legendary image. Ooh, let me tell you, kids, what a time. Chuck D's Can You Dig It? about a gang peace treaty in the Bronx set the stage for the rise of hip-hop culture. Or The Motherload, featuring hip-hop heavies like MC Light, Angie Martinez, retracing the history and future of hip-hop through the lens of its most influential female contributors. Hear unforgettable hip-hop originals like these and more essential stories on Audible. Listen free. Go to audible.com slash gg. That's audible.com slash gg. Look around. You can find cars like these on Autotrader. 
New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. And for those of you watching on Patreon, <laughs> I just want you to know that this is not slob. I'm not drooling. And for those of you watching on I Patreon, I just couldn't open this, this bottle correctly. No, it is actually. I spilled some coffee spilt, on myself earlier. Spilled. I'm not drooling. Can just you imagine don't mind if that, that was drool? You would have, have the tongue like of <laughs> Biz Marquis. <laughs> Don't do biz. I love biz, I but love we biz. all know that that nigga got a he'll probably drool a yes. mean, wow. mean puddle. Ooh, that was a visual I didn't need. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to kick us kick us off for I know that's right okay. very quickly. I will, my I know that's right is for myself. Okay, myself because I okay um I was I found myself in a very Stressful situation. I was okay. overstimulated. I was tired. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt myself getting anxious and worked up. Okay. And uh, in the moment, you know, I allowed myself to have some emotion. I needed mm-hmm. to cry. Mm-hmm. But I also, you know, I took a walk. I went outside and I called Crystal. Okay. And I said, and I told her what was going on. And I said, I'm very anxious and I'm tired. And my mind is spinning mm-hmm. and I I need to make a decision and I can't right now. Mm-hmm. But I, I can you help me process? Can you help me slow down? Mm-hmm. Because I'm spinning. Because yes. of this, this, this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she helped me to sort of, uh, I think just we talked it through. Mm-hmm. And I was able to sort of move through something that was very challenging for me. Okay. Um, and so my, I know that's right is for myself because I recognize a little growth mm-hmm. and in that I, re- I allow myself to be upset, um, and, sh- and not sort of shame myself or dismiss my emotions, mm-hmm. but I did what I needed to do to sort of get through it. And good I called you. and asked for help. Yes. Good for you. I need Hunting down a processing partner. Yeah. When you knew it was a too overwhelming Because I felt for like I was just spinning. Well, if I do this and then I do mm-hmm. this, but then uh, this might happen and mm-hmm. this. And so I was just like, I'm not like, I'm going to continue to get more upset if I continue to do this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how can I get out of it? Mm-hmm. So I text Toya. Um, she was busy. Mm-hmm. And then I called Crystal mm-hmm. and she answered mm-hmm. and we worked it out. Good. And I was very proud of myself because I remember... A time not too long ago when I was just laid out in the floor and had a fit. Yeah, d- yes, and I too remember. <laughs> I would have just let myself continue to spiral into the abyss. And I love, and this is what I'm talking about when I tell you that constantly that I see growth. I appreciate It's that. not to be patronizing no, or no. it's just because I want to acknowledge all of the work that is not easy to do that you are 
actively doing on yourself. I I am. I appreciate and it's evident that. In, I appreciate in, in the ways in which you can see the pivot in re- responses mm-hmm. and reactions and just things like that. And it's really, it's a really beautiful journey. I appreciate that. I realized that me not handling that work was deteriorating my relationships with people I really love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, it was me taking my stuff out on them in ways that they didn't deserve. But um, I think also too, not to cut you off, mm-hmm. I think also you and you doing this work, yes, it has helped your interpersonal relationships and all of that. I can uh, can I, I can personally attest <laughs> not to be a bitch, <laughs> but it has, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But also I think it's because there is a peace that you have with yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Or that you are. I'm trying to develop. cultivate. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to develop that. You have developed and are developing yeah. actually. Um, and I think that's the most beautiful. It's it's lovely when these, the work that we do can seep out because also the hurt that we have can seep out and mm-hmm. affect our relationships. Right. So. Well, that's what it was. But, I'm glad that you said it like that because it was hurt. It was never like hate or like, you know, because. I, I don't fool with people that I don't like. No, I know. And so, <laughs> and so if we have a relationship, it is there is it's from a very genuine place. Mm-hmm. But that hurt can sometimes, you know, overpower mm-hmm. the intention. And we don't. Uh, we're not always aware, right? Right. We're not always. I that's sneaky. And obscure the awareness. There. I had yes. to take a moment. I went off on yes. Tristan. And uh, turn me off. I'm hot, hot, hot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, but I, I, I went off on him. Right. And I had to call him later on. I said, you know what? Like, I'm sorry. I'm not in a good place today. And I I, I let that. Yeah. I let that like rub off yeah. on how, how I responded to you. And that's not fair. Yeah. So that's a lot of times that hurt and and, and whatever it is. That in the moment, with. it mm-hmm. can be so central that it uh, it obscures that awareness that you should have for other people. Yeah, but I see, I see your growth. I appreciate and that. And I love sis. it. And I love to hear that. Thank you. You're catching yourself in your moments too, right? I am. Yeah, because it's helpful for you above anybody else. Mm-hmm. And none of us would have known if you was having a, a yeah. moment, but yeah. you took a moment to make sure that you got some help for yourself. I know that's right. <laughs> I appreciate that. I love that. I love that. Well, my I know that's right is actually a listener. I know that's okay. right. Okay, let's week. hear it. Let's hear from okay. the people. So this is from Joe, and she writes us and says, "Hey, big sisters, Kia and Jade, I wanted to stop through and share my wedding with y'all. I Aww. sent it to my old therapist, and I'm also sending it to the both of you. Your podcast has helped me through a lot and made me feel seen in so many ways." Anywho, here's the TikTok of my gay ass wedding. <laughs> I always said I wanted to attend a gay wedding, not realizing it was my own. Go Love ahead, Joe. And then Joe sent us. Let me show you. I'll, um, I'll pull it up on the TikTok here. She sent us a clip. Um, oh, isn't it beautiful? Yes. Oh. Oh, they look so good. I love that. Yes, Joe. You I can depend. Sing, Jake. You take me away from the pain and you bring me paradise. Yes. This is lovely. Isn't that lovely? So Very congratulations nice. to Joe and your beautiful wife. Yes. Let me see. Does it say her name on here? It doesn't. But shout out to Joe and your beautiful wife. Yes. And I hope... 
that you all have the loveliest, longest, most fulfilling journey. Um, Same. I do as well. And I love that you got to attend your own big gay ass wedding. Oh, I wedding. keep doing that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yay. So, shout out to y'all. I know that's right. And I know that's right. Perk. I know that's right. You got to attend your own wedding. Uh, you got to attend your own wedding. What the fuck? You got to attend your own gay wedding. Yes. <laughs> Which was a goal of yours. It was a goal. <laughs> Every hall is a goal. I'm sorry, that's a Drag what? Race reference. Oh, it is. It is. <laughs> anyway, it is. let's move on to these petty peeves. They do it. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. honey, honey. Oh, shit. My bad. Good to go? Okay. Good to go. You want me to go first? Yeah. All right. It's time to put our petty on parade. Let's do it. And um, I would like to, my my petty peeve this week, the plant parents are going to understand okay. um, what this means. So one of the main reasons for this hamstring pull mm. is because of spider mites. Oh. Now, if you don't know what spider mites are, if you're a plant parent, you know what spider mites are. If you don't know what spider mites are, if you happen to get... This accumulation on your plant leaves that look like dust, almost like little cotton mm. or dust that has accumulated on some of the leaves. That is actually spider mite. Oh. And what that is, is a very small insect that has that goes and it feeds on your leaves. Right. Nice. And it's not it's not anything that can't be gotten rid of. It's just a, it's an annoyance and it can be to the detriment of your plant if you don't get it taken care of. So my biggest, longest Bertha. My biggest plant, I've had her since like 2014, was the source of the spider mite. So I said, okay, I'm going to take all my plants and put them in the shower and I'm going to give them a summer rain. Yeah. I said, I'm a Carl Thomas, all of you. So the main culprit, I put her in the shower so I can give her a nice, beautifully, like you got to get the leaves all rinsed off and it takes a couple times. You got to put the pesticide or use rubbing alcohol mm. at dawn or something like that. So I did that. And in the process of trying to do too many things, get ready for the concert, rinse these plants because I'm doing one at a time, running around my house, just literally 12 things at once, like you said, I'm going to rinse. So if you take the plant off the plate, you can see the tiny little spider. You can see them moving. It looks like dust. It looks like dust crawling. Oh, gosh, I'm getting itchy. Oh, it's not that bad. Okay. But it looks like your dust is crawling, right? So when you, if your plant happens to get it, A, you need to make sure that you take care of it because it can infect your other plants. And B, you need to make sure like when you clean your plant, you also clean, you know, like the planter's plate that it's sitting on. You got to make sure everything around you. magnifying glass to Maurice. You don't need to do that. You will see it on him if he had it. He don't have it. Jesus. So I take the plant plate to go rinse it. And that was when Mm. I tripped over the thing. And busted my ass into that coochie split. And so my petty peeve this week Yikes. is for spider mite. That's fair. And I'm going to get all you niggas. I Ow. feel like I have gotten the majority of them. I'm going to get mean, all you niggas. Everything must go. And I'm everything must go. Everything. What is it called? Spirit Halloween. Full liquidation. <laughs> Mattress store. Full. So that's my petty peeve this week is Absolutely. spider mite. Spider mite is what made me bust my coochie I, on the floor this week. Oh, boy. Yeah, and and age, but uh, in clumsiness. Yeah, what's your petty peeve this week? My petty peeve is for whomever or whatever. Uh oh. Started the. I understand that there was a fire 
mm-hmm. in the air traffic control room mm-hmm. at an airport mm-hmm. that resulted in the grounding of flights at several other airports, mm-hmm. including the one that I was attempting to fly out of mm-hmm. last night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, resulting in, you know, me being at said airport from 2.45 p.m. until 9.30 p.m. And you were close to home. Seven hours yes. in the airport. But there was something going on. As tr- They kept delaying the flight before they canceled it. So uh-huh. I wasn't thinking, you know, uh-huh. it wasn't like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to get there late. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not going to get there at all. That's irritating. And the helplessness that you feel mm-hmm. when, you know, flight delays happen. And so, listen, I understand and I, I have perspective about it now. I understand that, you know, it would be, it would, would have been better for me to be Grounded on the ground instead mm-hmm. of in the air and can't get down mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. I was where I was supposed to be and I trust, you know, whatever the circumstances. But it was just like. <laughs> I feel to though, be, like these po- like these police, <laughs> these aircraft, these pilots and these aircraft people. They be knowing when something is not good. Right. And I understand <sighs> not wanting to raise hysteria, but then also give me realistic expectations. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, and I, I think That's it was it. just a situ. It was not a good situation, and I think it was not expected. It wasn't like weather or other things. There was no sort of like predictor. It just okay. was like all of a sudden, this is happening, and we're all Systems responding down. in real time, mm-hmm. real time. Mm-hmm. So I am sensitive to it, sort of being like this unusual thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's a way to. Manage people mm-hmm. and like you said, expectations. Mm-hmm. I think policies and processes, and sometimes you know, just the ways in which things are communicated, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. make this make make it really hard. Yeah, and all these people are. We're all negotiating things mm-hmm. that we don't have full control over, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we all are. You know. Like, it's not the gay agent's fault. Don't go off yeah. on them. It's not anybody's fault. Yeah. But I think the people who are communicating to them or not communicating to them. Yes. The, so that they can realistically deal with passengers are doing them a great disservice. It It is just be be kind. Yeah. Be kind. Be sensitive. Be patient. Be patient. Mm-hmm. For all of us, right? Mm-hmm. For those of us asking questions and those of us answering them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, there's a way to say, I don't know what's happening either. But we are going but to let you know as soon as know, we do. Yeah, there it, is. You know, instead of, you know, well, I'm getting off. I'm getting off now anyway. So I don't, y'all gonna have to figure it out yourself. Oh, no. I don't know. That kind of stuff is. You know, like. I don't like it on either side. I don't like right. when passengers are nasty exactly. on that for no reason. I don't like when they do that shit either. Because it'd be so, going both ways. It was a hard a hard, a hard time, but I pray your peace. It was like, <laughs> well, you made it. I did. <laughs> Here I but sit. also, seven hours in the airport is pure fucking hell. Racks your nerves. And that is the end of today's episode of Get It Grown. Thank you so much for joining Kia and I we in love person. You now.
Okay, we're doing this like once a month. Look, we're on a good stride. We're doing well. We're doing quite well. Shout out to Mary for all that she's doing yes. for the Getting Grown brand. Yes. And we also are going to continue that conversation soon because we got Heck a lot yeah. of good feedback. So we want to continue our conversation. Oh, the conversation we had with Mary. Oh, yes. The girls want to talk. They want to talk, honey, across the diaspora. Yes. And I think it's important conversation to continue to have. I so do too. We're going to uh, revisit that conversation soon. We have some awesome guests coming up. Um, and I believe this is the last week of graduation announcements. Mm -hmm. So if you didn't get them in, they will come back next year. And in the meantime and in between time, sister, tell them what to do with themselves. Make sure that you are attending to the business that is yours because that's how you keep your mind moisturized, mm. your consciousness moisturized, mm. your intentions moisturized, mm. okay? And your life, you know. Moisturized. Yes, and not ashy. <laughs> you also want to make sure that you are moisturizing your insides by drinking a whole lot of water. And even if you get some on your shirt like I did. That's okay. It dries. That's right. Mm -hmm. And you also want to uh, moisturize your skin. Oh, yes. Because that's something you have to take care of as you age. Because okay? you will be out here cracking. Yes, if it's dry. Bye. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.